Achieving Clarity podcast. My name is Ben Morley, an Air Force pilot turned consultant. Each episode, you will hear actionable tips and strategies that you can implement in your daily life, personal and professional, to achieve more clarity, purpose, and effectiveness. Thanks for spending some time with me today. Now let's jump in to your daily dose of practical clarity training. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Achieving Clarity podcast with me, Ben Morley. Hope this finds you doing well. Today, we're going to be talking about the tech seizure. A technique defined is the body of specialized procedures and methods used in any specific field. It is a method of performance, a way of accomplishing something. A procedure, however, is a particular course or mode of action and can be directive in nature. It is the specific sequence of actions or instructions to be followed in solving a problem or accomplishing a task. These procedures can come from your organization's leadership or the manufacturer of the particular product you are working with. For example, in order for a particular software program to run, a specific procedure or set of procedures must occur in a prescribed manner or sequence. Techniques can be learned from others or developed on your own in the pursuit of accomplishing a task. Techniques are commonly used within the boundaries of procedural requirements. You likely use techniques throughout your day, be it in the way you arrange your activities at work to how you load the dishwasher after dinner. A technique is optional. A procedure is mandatory. Issues can arise when people direct others to follow their prescribed technique, insinuating that this instruction they are telling you is a procedure when in fact it is not. It is merely a technique, hence the mashup of the title Taxiger. These instructors can be insistent with making their students follow this particular method and can even discipline their students if the pupils waver from this teaching. Usually, these instructors do not inform their followers that the teaching is in fact a technique, hoping their directions are followed without question. However, if these instructors are confronted about their instructing a technique as a procedure, when it is not, these instructors can become defensive and angry. The issue is not the particular topic being taught. The issue is about the control the instructor is exerting over the students, exposing his or her self-esteem and self-confidence tendencies, and possibly indicating narcissism as well. The freedom that should be provided to the students to find what works best for them when learning this new skill is eliminated from the menu. You, dear student, will do as I say. I experienced this taxiger issue as an Air Force pilot. We had regulations for pretty much every activity we performed, outlining specific procedures to be followed. This was needed and expected when operating a 200-ton, 170-foot-long aircraft around the world, day and night, in all weather conditions, both peacetime and combat. However, within these procedures we had, there were many techniques that could be employed to help accomplish the mission. The great instructors would initially teach the overall procedure, then provide different techniques on how to accomplish it. They would then let the student try out what worked best for them to accomplish the task. 
But I also experienced poor instructors. Like I mentioned, they taught their favorite technique as a procedure. Initially, when I was a junior pilot, I accepted their instruction as gospel and did not question their teaching. From my studies of the regulations, I would not remember their techniques being listed in the coursework. I should say their teachings being listed in the coursework, but I would remain silent because I was a new pilot. They were senior to me in both experience and military rank, so I dutifully followed what they said initially. But upon my next review of the regulations, I could not find where the guidance was located that was so clearly provided by these instructors. When I innocently asked the instructor where this procedure could be found, they would exhibit this air of indignation, irritated at the question. Only then did I realize what was really going on here. They were teaching a taxidure. Word would quickly get around concerning these particular instructors and the merits of their teaching, or lack thereof. When I became an instructor, I remembered the good instruction that resonated with me, and I crafted my teachings to emulate these lessons. I would learn as many techniques as I could regarding a particular procedure and then teach them to my students, providing a metaphorical buffet for them to pick and choose what worked best for them. If they chose a different technique than mine, it did not matter. If they were able to accomplish the actions prescribed within that procedure. Sometimes I would learn a new technique even from the students, allowing me to enhance my experience levels also. Have you experienced the teaching of taxidure? Have you followed instructions provided to you accepting it as a procedure, only to learn later that it was a technique? If you provide instructions to others, do you separate your teachings of the procedure from your offerings of technique? I have taken the instruction and techniques learned from nearly 30 years of flying around the world, and I've distilled them into my Apogee Clarity Masterclass. In it, I can help you become clear about your audience and your purpose, enabling you and your business to emerge stronger and better in the next chapter. To learn more, please go to my website at benmorley.com. I hope this has been of help to you and as always, best to you. Thank you for listening to the Achieving Clarity podcast. We hope you liked it. To hear more tools and strategies to help you in your personal and professional life, subscribe to our podcast. Thank you again.